The following has been a Shirt Off Your Back production. ShirtOffYourBackAZ.com Hello and welcome to the Shirt Off Your Back podcast where we always get straight A's. So I spent a little time this evening chatting with a young man named Owen uh, that I met here in Phoenix. He's going to school and I met him in uh, church and attended one of his college group meetings that he's he's uh, attended through our church and um, spoke there on goal setting and developing a vision for your life and used some of these uh, psych practices and chatted with him a little bit and bounced some ideas off one another and um, said, hey, why don't we why don't we record a podcast? And what I did was I asked for his feedback on a program I'm trying to develop and iron out the wrinkles and work out the kinks um, for college students and trying to get his feedback since he is a college student and he seemed really interested in it and responded really positively to it. So we ended up having a chat this evening and got some really good feedback with him and got to know him a little bit better. Um, you can follow him on social media. I'll put some links to his social media accounts, uh, mostly Instagram, I believe, in the show description. Um, his name is Owen, and he has his own podcast with a couple of other college students called From the Boys, and you can find them on Instagram at From the Boys. Um, and again, his name is Owen. He's on Instagram. I'll post his information in the show notes. Um, but this is going to be a little bit of a departure from fitness and weight loss, but it's still very much in sort of the behavioral psychology goal setting wheelhouse. Um, so I hope you enjoy. Tell me, I guess, tell me a little bit, because I, fo- I started following uh, from the boys on Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, I saw you at church and I saw that on Instagram. I was like, oh, that's Owen. I know that guy. Yeah. Um, so, following it. so tell me about. Tell me about from the boys. What are you, what are you doing with that? Yeah, no, for sure. So, uh, it's me and my buddies, Sam, Dom and Brennan, uh, my three best friends were all super tight, uh, three best friends at GCU. Um, and we just kind of like, it was kind of tossed around one day. It was like, what if we just started the podcast? Um, and we kind of joked around with it. And then I think about a week later, one of us was like, what if we actually start a podcast? And so we were kind of thinking big picture and we kind of narrowed it down to like the easiest way for us using our kind of the resources around us was to kind of just record videos and post them on YouTube. Um, And yeah, so we just kind of thinking there's no specific um, category to the podcast per se. We just talk about a lot of maybe issues we see going on in our world or things we see around campus or things we're seeing in our own lives. And um, if we want to talk about it, then we'll kind of, you know, do a little bit of research, maybe put some notes around, um, and then we'll just record ourselves and it's strictly discussion based. So, um, we might have one or two people kind of leading the discussion, if that makes sense. And then the other two are just kind of helping it go along and we just kind of see where we end up and what conclusions we reach. And so we've talked a lot about criticalness, um, so far, and we kind of noticed that in our own lives, because as a GCU student, uh, we are going to a lot of um, I would say church, young adult study groups and worship nights and stuff like that. And which was really cool and awesome, but we were also exposed to a lot more. And it was just kind of like, 
being very, we found ourselves being very critical and judgmental of maybe the preaching or the worship or the, you know, even down to the lights and the fog machines, if, if you want to go that far. Yeah. So yeah, we kind of, that was kind of what we first talked about and it was discussion based and we kind of reached a conclusion. Um, and then we moved on to laziness because we kind of identified that at GCU, we didn't really get a uh, spring break, which was really hard. So we literally were going from the beginning of January all the way mm-hmm. through the end of April without really a break in between, which we found ourselves kind of like slipping off and getting tired and exhausted and getting lazy because it's just like, I, I need a break. Um, so it was kind of something that we identified around us and our friends around us. And we just kind of, you know, made some points throughout some thoughts um, if for people to watch and maybe just consider as we were kind of finishing out that last month, you know? Are you guys going to continue that over the summer? Is it going to be something you're going to pick back up after school or after school starts again or? Yeah, no, we um, are planning on doing it over the summer. It's probably going to be more individual based for each of us. So because of obviously the distance, the distance is challenging between us. Uh, We'll probably end up doing some videos over a Zoom call. But the other idea that we kind of threw out is like, we're trying to figure out what works not only best for us, but works best for the people who watch our videos um, and how to kind of reach more people. So we're kind of talking about, you know, each of us just kind of doing what we want with the channel um, or the the page, I guess. Um, And then at the end of the summer, we can look back and be like, oh, Dom did this. Maybe he was putting out these videos and these were received really, really well. Um, But Sam did this area a little bit better, you know? So just kind of the summer, we're hoping to use it as a, um, just get a lot of content out there, figure out what works, figure out what doesn't. And also just, you know, share some thoughts we have on whatever's going on in our lives or in the world. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And it, it's, it sounds like it's kind of a way for, for you guys to kind of not only hold each other accountable, but just sometimes, I mean, they, they say in like, therapy and psychology and stuff like that, like talking is thinking. And sometimes you don't really, you don't really think something through until you say it out loud. And then you're like, wait a minute, that didn't, that didn't feel right. Or that didn't sound right. Maybe I don't really think that. Right. I had a, an interesting um, experience when I was doing youth group, uh, you know, a few kids getting ready to go off to college and, and they were going to Christian colleges, you know, Bible college, GCU. And I was like, you might run into something, even if it, it's not necessarily bad. It's something that right. faith-based where you're like, well, wait a minute, that's not what I was taught growing up, but I kind of, I kind of agree with this thing now yeah. that I'm learning at college rather than what like my parents say. And it's not like a bad thing. It's just a little right. bit different. So I don't know if you oh, guys run sure. into any of that with your, from the boys podcast, as far as like, the the college experience basically yeah yeah no for sure i think we were definitely exposed to a lot more i mean i'm from a little mountain town um my church is maybe you know 70 to 100 people maybe 100 people on a good you know sunday um so it's very small and there's not many christians in the valley i would say christian guys in the valley or girls my age um so for me going to phoenix a big the biggest city in Arizona. Right. Um, it was kind of, it was kind of like eye opening. We went to, uh, every week we'd go to stuff called the collective, which was North Phoenix Baptist church. And mm-hmm. they do a young adult thing and literally hundreds, hundreds of students flood in there. 
um, and go to that. And then we'd also go to Rock Point, which was at Rock Point Church, which was a little bit of a trek. It was about like a 50 minute drive. Same thing, a couple hundred students flood in there. And so it was kind of, for me at least, I can only speak for myself um, because I came from such a small valley, small town, small church. I was getting exposed to these bigger events, you know, and, you know, different opinions and views on theology. Um, And yeah, it was just, there was definitely a lot of things that was like, oh, I I never heard that before, or, oh, I never even considered that. Or yeah, you could even take it like, I I, I was taught and raised this way, but this also kind of makes a little bit of sense, you know, which inherently isn't a bad thing because that's kind of the cool thing about Christianity is like nothing is we're not taught essentially what is exactly right and what is not right, you know? Right. And it, yeah, and I don't even necessarily mean anything like super controversial. It just might yeah. be something slightly doctrinally different, you know, mm-hmm. or something just slightly culturally different. And you're like, oh, okay, that kind of yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I have a, I have a, an interest and kind of a heart for that age, that age group that, and you and I talked a little bit at, at college group, um, mm-hmm. Eight, like 18 to 25, because it's just, it's such an interesting time period in life. And I know for it sure. was for me because I got married at 20. Okay. And I didn't know, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea what it <laughs> meant to be an adult, to be an adult right. male. And I'm like, I wish I would have had somebody like sit down and tell me like, this is what it's like to be an adult and do it in a very yeah. practical practical and almost like systematic way. Um, Mm -hmm. but I didn't, and I don't really necessarily have anybody to blame for that. Like I could be like, I wish my mom and dad sat me down, but you know, you just, you don't always think like, Oh, I need to sit my child down and teach them how to be an adult. It just kind of happens. You live in, Um, but I, yeah, but I moved out at uh, 19 basically and was married at 20. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm 36 now. So I've been on my own for, I don't know, you know, yeah. A while, almost 20, yeah. almost 20 years. So, right. Um, I guess for you, um, you, you just finished freshman year, right? Yeah. So if you, if you could like, um, if you could pinpoint anything where it was like sort of eye opening or a culture shock or, um, one of the biggest takeaways, I guess, you got from your freshman year going to small town, yeah. Colorado to Phoenix, Arizona to a big, pretty, pretty, I mean, fairly big Christian private college. Yeah. I would say one of the probably big three in the U.S. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. I would say probably the biggest thing, the first thing that spurs to mind is kind of, you know, you think of college even when you're in elementary school, like, you know, what college is somewhat, you know, you go off and do school somewhere else. That's kind of your view of it. Um, And so growing up through elementary, middle school, high school, you know, I always had this impression that like, as soon as I got to college, I was going to feel like an adult. I was going to feel grown up and (laughs) responsible. And like, you know, I was going to have everything under control and I was going to be working hard and whatever. And so I got to college and that was not the case at all, you know, and I'm sure you can attest to that in your college days, but you know, I think that was a big thing I had to kind of accept is like, I I still feel like a kid at heart, you know, not, you know, just happy, playful, running Mm -hmm. around doing whatever. I mean, me and my friends, super spontaneous, we'd leave for the Grand Canyon at like 2am, you know, (laughs) and just, so I thought going into college, I would feel 
a lot older and a lot more grown up. And so that was kind of the first thing I had to take a step back and just be like, you know, there's not really that much of a transition um, from high school to college. My buddies and I kind of made the joke that like freshman year of college is just kind of senior year of high school all over again. And, you know, maybe when you get to senior, junior year, you start to kind of lock it down and get a little more focused and driven and kind of that aspect. But that was definitely one of the big things that I feel like this culture kind of portrays it as like, Oh, you go to college, you're an adult. Now you're responsible. And you know, you, you just feel older, I guess, which for me wasn't really the case. Or you watch those, you know, those college movies and it's like, um, parties and everybody has these like coming of age moments where they, they suddenly realize like, this is what I was put on earth for. Right. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily happen. Sometimes you just go to class and then go back to your dorm and then go to sleep. And you're like, I'm not having any of those coming of age, you know, right. Exactly. uh, Breakthrough goodwill hunting kind of moments where, you know, life starts to suddenly make sense. Um, Yeah. I will say, yeah. One one more thing that I did notice when I went to college was um, there are going to be people that you meet at college that literally have their whole life planned out, you know, Mm. and that's awesome for them. And they, they know exactly what they're going to do. Like my buddy, Sam, he knows you talked a little bit with Sam at the college group. Yeah. He, for the most part, knows exactly what he's going to do. Maybe not when it's going to happen, but he knows he's going to go into the Air Force. He's going to be a pilot. He's going to serve for however long. And he's going to have his pilot's license and go commercial, raise a family. Boom. Like he, he has that all planned out. Me, on the other hand, even maybe Dom and Brandon, I can't really speak for them, but me, I don't really have an idea. I have ideas of maybe what I want to do, but I don't have an exact idea. And so, I think when you run into those people at college, it can kind of make you feel like, shoot, I have to have this together. I have to know exactly what I'm doing. I have to, you know, yeah, it could just kind of have my life planned out, which you don't, you know, you still have, even in college, you still have two or three years to actually maybe narrow it down to some field of study. You, you might, you don't even have to know exactly what you're going to do. Just some area that you're going to kind of pursue, you know? Yeah. It's, it's interesting because there's a big part of me that, wishes I, cause I didn't finish college until my thirties and there's part of me that wishes I would have finished it a lot sooner, but there's another part of me that's really, really glad I didn't yeah. because I don't, I'm just now, you know, I turned 36 this month and I'm sort of just now kind of really figuring out who I am and what I want to do. And that's, that process takes longer for yeah. Some people than others, but I, you know, I always, I always tell people you got to do, do something while you're doing nothing, you know, right. even if be productive and work towards something, even if you're not a hundred percent sure it's the right thing, it's still, it's still progress. And if you're like, I think I want to, I don't know, be a veterinarian. Right. I, I worked with this young lady. Um, she thought she wanted to be a vet right. and there's a school out here. Um, it's more, it's, it's like, a High school, you go and get high school credit credits, but there's also trades. So you can go and take classes to be a veterinarian and a dental assistant and stuff like that. Um, lots of medical, medical classes. Um, so we went and shadowed one of the classes and they were getting ready to um, cut up a chicken and draw and take the blood out of it to figure out why it, why it died. 
Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the instructor was explaining to her, like, if you come to the school and you want to be a veterinarian, these are the kind of things you're going to have to do. You're going to have to mess with poop and pee and blood and guts. Right. And she was like, I got to sit down. She started getting dizzy. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I really want to be a vet, you know? And I'm right. like, okay, well now we know, you know, and she was kind of bummed out, but I'm like, at least now we can check that off our list. And checking something off your list, knowing yeah. what you don't want to do, that's still progress, right? That's huge. Um, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to send you something really quick. What's your yeah, uh, email address? Yeah, uh, owen.daily. Um, daily spelled D-A-L-Y. All right. And I'll, uh, I'll edit that out, obviously. Yeah. No, don't worry about it. Um, All right. It's on its way. Perfect. I recommend all college students get a computer monitor because they're brilliant. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have my laptop and then I have a, it's not a mom. I mean, it's a little TV hooked up to the laptop, but yeah, I dual screen it for work. It's. I will say the other thing with, from the boys real quick um, is I, I always feel weird saying this, but just like, we kind of identified ourselves as like, we were raised really, really well in really strong Christian families. And because of that, and we, because we saw some of the brokenness around us and families and friends and stuff like that, that was another reason why we kind of wanted to start it is because we were obviously grew up with these really good Christian based morals. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, I, I don't want to say understood more or were more mature, but we just, you know, felt like we were able to, help because of our backgrounds in a sense, if that makes sense. Help what? Other, other college students. Oh, gotcha. Any, yeah. And any other, um, yeah. Life struggles or yeah, if they're thinking about, I mean, you never know what's going to resonate with people either. You know, you might, you might say something and another college student might check into your podcast or follow you on Instagram and be like, Oh, I, I struggle with that too, or that's something that right. I've thought about too. And you never know what kind of connection you're going to make with people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a lot of truth to that. Yeah. Cool. So I got this open. Okay. So what I'm, what I'm thinking I want to do, um, and a big part of the reason that I want to get feedback from college students, from people 18 to 25, because I, the research that I've done says that these kind of processes and these kind of programs, I don't, I don't really like that word program, but Mm -hmm. um, really resonate with younger generations because they're, I think a lot of young people, and you can, you can 100% tell me if I'm wrong. I think a lot of young people want purpose and they want to feel important and they want to feel like they matter, but they don't necessarily know how. And you see that on social media, young people. And I, I mean, I include myself in this. I'm not old by any means, but they really attach themselves to causes, right? And ideas and mm-hmm. um, 
they're sort of like idealistic and I don't want to say naive, but they have a lot of energy and they have a lot of yeah. focus and, but sometimes it goes in different directions, right? I don't know where I want to channel that energy quite yet. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do is with this is sort of funnel that energy and funnel that focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I'm trying to do is sort of put together this, this framework and this program and work with a few college age students, not necessarily even have to be in college, just for whatever reason, that age bracket is sticking in my mind, 18 to 25. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> kind of just go through it and do a trial run with it and then get feedback and be like, hey, this yeah. works, this doesn't work. I think that's a good idea. That's a terrible idea. Eliminate that. Um, almost like a uh, beta testing, you know, or like a concept car, uh, you know, a car company will release a concept car and do a test market with it. And that's kind of what I'm hoping to do. So, yeah. Um, no, I think the only thing I would add on to that is maybe some college students, they, I think a lot of college, like college students, like you said, do want to find purpose. Um, it might not be the main thing in their life, but they do want to feel like they have a path, you know, but I also mm-hmm. think some college students don't even realize that they want a purpose. Mm. Right. And they're yeah. just kind of going through life, especially in those who are just there at college to party and whatever, you know, just yeah. have a good time. And I think when those people specifically, I'm not saying any people at college who party, but those people who fall under this category don't realize they want a purpose is when they do find out that they want a purpose and they find a purpose, it's like a really big high for them because it's all of a sudden, you know, they, yeah, they've just figured out that, dang, like, this is really what I want to do with my life. And yeah. It's exciting for them, you know? Yeah. It's a big high or unfortunately they, they, they don't find that until it's too late and until it's right. a lot harder because that, I mean, that was kind of me, right? I, I was kind of wandering for a while and mm-hmm. wasn't, I, I wouldn't say I was lost, but I was wandering. And it was like, mm-hmm. I, I started getting interested in justice studies and criminal justice. And I had always been interested in actually, but I really started reading more about it. And I was like, okay, I actually think I want to do this. And I ended up getting my bachelor's degree in justice studies and nice. then my master's in forensic psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, started working for this company, um, health and wellness and it's all psych based and it's behavioral based and like right i'm just kind of putting all these pieces together mm-hmm. um and i'm like dude if i can help a 20 year old figure that out they would be that much further ahead in life instead right. of like okay now i'm 22 23 i'm out of college now i have to figure it out mm-hmm. and it's like no that's what you were supposed to be doing in college is figuring it out right yeah. and like you said sometimes they might not even realize like they want to be passionate or they want to be driven or they want to be motivated by something. Um, mm-hmm. But they don't really feel it yet or realize it. Yeah. Yet, so. Yeah, um, exactly. And that's kind of what this is meant to do is sort of help unpack that and foster that. So um, starting at the top and you can do whatever you want with this. If you want to follow along and type it in, if you just want to talk through it or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you got to do to, to, to make it happen. But, um, so I always start with core values. Um, and I, and I talked to you a little bit at college group 
all of these kind of have to align, right, for them to work. If if mm-hmm. you have a core value that doesn't align with your vision, then there's going to be conflict. And I use the example of, you know, a firefighter. If that firefighter doesn't really value public service, then it might be hard for them to be a firefighter because public service right. isn't really in their in their DNA. It's not really part of who they are. Mm-hmm. So for you, I got 10 there. Obviously, we don't need 10. But right. um, what would you say some of your core values are? Yeah. Uh, the first one that pops to mind would definitely be leadership. I was kind of born a leader in a sense. Um, okay. Maybe that just comes with being a firstborn, but... I don't know. It's kind of always my, you know, in any situation that I find myself in, if there's a need, a leader needed, I'm normally the one that just kind of jumps up and it's like, okay. all right, I'm here. Help. I can help. You know, um, another one would definitely be, I love and helping people. Sorry. Say that. Go for it. No, I want to, I want, I appreciate you saying, I think this might come from being the oldest. Because I think that's important too, to think about core values, but think about why those are core values and where those come from, you know? Yeah. Um, if it's something that is, you've grown up with, if it's something you've gotten from your parents, if it's something that mm-hmm. you just, for whatever reason, you just feel. Um, mm-hmm. So leadership, what else? Uh, I love helping people. So you could go along with the sense of public service or... Yeah, I guess public service would maybe be the general idea there. I just, that's definitely one of my main goals in life is to help people. So whatever I end up doing, I hope, and I'm pretty confident that it will be in some form helping people, whether, I mean, I'm an exercise science major, so maybe it's me helping people recover. Maybe it's me helping people reach their fitness goals. Maybe it's me helping people, um, you know, just relieve stress on their bodies or that's, that's the exercise science realm. Just, um, yeah, I just love helping people. So that would definitely be another one. Yeah, and I'm I'm definitely in a, you know, a similar similar field, diet and exercise and health and wellness. Mm-hmm. So um leadership, service slash helping, what else you got? Um let's think about it. I don't know if this this is a core value. You can tell me if it is or not, but I cannot sit still. <laughs> so if hmm. whatever job I find myself in. I'm definitely going to have to, I I don't see myself in a kind of a computer job, you know what I'm saying? Um, typing away, crunching numbers, doing stuff like that. I don't know what you could classify that under. Um, so, so it's not so much that maybe it's not so much that like, you feel like you need to be exercising all the time, but you just feel like you need to be active and productive all the time. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So Um, for example, in the summers, I work for my dad's construction company and I love it because I'm always on my feet working with my hands literally building houses. Um, I could not sit down and do a computer job and run numbers through Excel or something like that. Okay. So, I mean, you do, you do obviously like the physical fitness part of it, but just being active and not sitting Mm -hmm. at the desk. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a way to like sort of package that core value, like a, a bird's eye view of that. Um, like what's the opposite of idleness? So not being idle, what would be, I'm trying to think mm. of something like biblical and Proverbs or, um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's where proactive? I, I mm, no. that, that's where I use a lot of, I get a lot of these ideas of core values, like from the Psalms. Cause there's all those, 
um, you know, a wise man and a, a simple man and a prudent man. And, um, I don't know. We can, we can come back to that. If, yeah, we can. Cause back I, I think there's something there for sure. I think there definitely is a core value packed in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, what Just about faith? It a bit. Faith is a big one. Um, okay. I mean, you're going to a Christian to college, so yeah, <laughs> I no, would think it would um, be one. Yeah, no, it was. It's definitely been a big one um, for my entire life. Like I said, I was grew up in a Christian household, um, especially this semester um, at college. Me and my friends found ourselves in a unique ministry opportunity. Just you know. There's a lot of people, college students whose lives are, you know, they've been hard. They've been really kind of sucky in a sense. Mm. So just being able to, you know, help pass on all that we've been, that I've been taught is definitely a big one, but I don't know how I would put it into it. Faith is definitely a core value, um, but definitely trying to grow in personal time, I think. So maybe per, like personal growth. Mm-hmm. Could that be? A, I'm always a core I'm always value. Looking, yes, personal growth and self discipline. I would definitely say okay. those are two. And I think maybe that comes with always want to be active. There's a discipline there where mm-hmm. you, if you you have too much idle time, I don't know if you kind of get like anxious. You're like, okay, I'm, oh, I'm burning I, daylight. I'm wasting time. No, for real. No, that was definitely okay. a big thing at college. Um, I started sleeping a lot, waking up at like nine, 10, even 11 some days. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I literally just wasted three, four five hours of the day by sleeping. Um, and I mean, if I could have it my way, I would sleep five hours a night. I go to bed at like midnight, wake up at 5 AM and, you know, work out, do school, go to work, yeah. whatever. Um, but obviously I need a little bit more sleep than that. So uh, I like doing yeah, uh... definitely. I like doing thought experiments where if, if confidence was like an inexhaustible resource, what would your life look like? I do that a lot at work. If, cause people are like, Oh, I want to lose weight and start working out so I can feel confident. And I'm like, okay, well, what is feeling confident going to do for you? Like, why, why right. is that worth a pursuit? And then I take that a step further. And I'm like, if, if you could, never lack in confidence, what would you do? Like, and mm-hmm. the sky's the limit, right? There's no wrong answer because it's, it's a thought experiment. So, um, right. but like things like discipline, if you didn't have to sleep, you know, how much, how productive could you be if you didn't have to sleep? Yeah. That'd be amazing. No, it'd be uh, incredible. <laughs> so leadership, service, helping faith, personal growth, discipline, mm-hmm. any other ones you can think of? Um, I was going to say being a good example, but that kind of ties into leadership. Um, Not really any I can think of right now, but it's definitely making me want to think more about it, you know, because I don't, I feel like there's more that I could dig out to get out of there. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's not, there's lists, like you can find lists online of, you know, list of core values and it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. like an exhaustive list. Um, yeah, I think the list is pretty endless, but um, so based on that, if you could meet yourself in five years, who would you want to meet? 
and we talked a little bit at, at yeah. college group, kind of why I framed that question the same way, because it's sort of, I, I know, at least for me, I didn't think of the future me as like an actual person. Right. And there's like, mm-hmm. like even CS Lewis, he wrote that, um, the, the only things that the only time periods that exist are the present and eternity. And the future doesn't really exist in the sense that the present exists, right? So each moment is the present and it it, it exists, but those future moments don't exist. Right. Um, But I I think there's an asterisk there because the future you exists, right? right? Somewhere in space and time, the future you exists. So if you could meet yourself, that future you, and I don't know, three to five years, yeah. Who would you want to meet? Well, let's say five years. Um, I'd want to meet a guy probably, hopefully married by then. <laughs> um, okay. Maybe, maybe a kid on the way, but just, I would want to see myself happy and content in life. I'd want to see myself at a job that I thoroughly enjoyed and, you know, woke up every morning excited to get to work for whatever it is. Um and I want to see a guy who is pursuing his faith in big ways. Um, just, yeah, in general, living a life that's glorifying to God. Um, but yeah, I would, I would mainly want to see a guy who was content where he was, but striving for more, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and not, and not a guy who was looking back with regrets, you know, on, oh, I should have done this differently or better. Or I shouldn't have done this at all. You know, I'm going to write no regrets. <laughs> no. Okay. I wrote regrets. Um, someone married a kid on the way, happy, content in life in a job. I enjoy excited to go to work, pursuing faith, uh, content where I am, but striving for more, no regrets. Mm-hmm. Sound about right? Yeah. Okay. And one thing I try to do is um, read back or repeat back some of the things that you would say and then say, do I have that right? Because one thing yeah. I try to stress too is like, that's your life, right? It's your plan. So I don't want to, I don't want to put anything or say anything that is contrary or is like, well, no, 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 that's not what I meant. You know, so mm-hmm. give me the opportunity to, to um, clarify anything. Yeah. So in the middle there on your sheet, there's a uh, key focus areas. So this is kind of where I'm getting hung up. And um, one, one pain point for me where I especially want some feedback um, is a lot of times in these, um, <clears throat> these circles of doing what I do, people will talk about like different uh areas of life. Right. And I, I call them domains because like a domain's a place you live. So key focus areas, I should put domains on there, but education and career. So what we would do is start outlining goals that, that reflect that vision. Um, so you might, you might start to develop a career goal and it would say, okay, you have a career goal. So we're focusing on that domain of education and career. So I don't know, education and career, that's pretty self-explanatory. That would be yeah. 
do you want to be going finishing college? Do you want to be done with college? Do you want to be in grad school? Do you want to be like in a trade school? Um, faith and family, you know, where do you want to be at with uh, your faith or lack thereof? Where do you, do you want to have a family? Do you want to be single? Uh, what does that look like for you? Personal well-being, that would be physical fitness, financial fitness, yeah, emotional health, mental health. Um, yeah, even things like budgeting, doing laundry, cooking, cleaning. Yeah, um, because I, I mean, I, I don't know if your roommates in college are clean, but like you'd be surprised how many young people like have never run a vacuum cleaner, have never done their no, own laundry, sure. or and it's like, what do you mean you don't you don't know how to scrub a toilet? Yeah. Like what? You're 20 years old. You should know how to do yeah. this by now. Um, right. And then leisure and community. Basically, how are you going to spend your time outside of work and school? What are you going to do for fun? Are you going to be involved with, you know, uh, if you were younger, I would say like things like YMCA, Boys and Girls Club, you know, like mm -hmm. activities in the community, things you would do for fun. Yeah. Um, are there any like domains that you would think of? Um, so like an example, one other one would be, uh, living situation is one other one that I've run into. And I kind of package that with faith and family. So like living situation, do you want to be living in a house? Do you want to be living in an apartment? You know, do you want to be living back with mom and dad and saving up money for a house? Right. Um, and that includes like, um, getting along with the people in your house, how to improve those relationships with brother, sister, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, whoever lives in your house, mm -hmm. just anything that would encompass improving that living situation. Um, but I think for this, I kind of package that with faith and family, but yeah. I don't know if there's anything you can think of any other like areas of life that would apply to people your age. Yeah. As far as like, a general overview if you could put a bunch of different things in that domain let's see um hmm. i can't really think of any others uh, when i see this the, i mean the first thing that kind of pops to mind in my head is like a priority list right because I feel obviously all of these are prevalent, I think, in everyone's life at the same time. Just some of them take more priority than others. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm a big fan of priority lists for myself, at least, because it keeps me okay. in check. Um, for, for, I kind of, my dad and I talked a lot about it. But for me, obviously, my number one priority is my personal walk with Jesus, right? And that I'm growing in that. My number mm -hmm. two um is either my family um, or when I'm at school, my education, right? That's what I'm at yeah. school for in that time of life. Number three, maybe that's friends and family. And then number four, so on down. Um, so I don't think there's really, I don't know if I'd add anything else to that. I just yeah. maybe ask the college student, you know, these four categories, which one's taking number one, priority in your life and which one's number Ooh. two, three, four. Um, like and, and then you could yeah. maybe assess their goals and be like, all right, well, if we want to attain this goal, you know, 
maybe let's say leisure and community. That's a big one at GCU leisure and community. That's pretty high on everyone's um, list. And maybe that's number one and education and careers, number two or three. Right. And it's like, okay, well, if you're focusing right now on your education and, or are you, you're focusing on this goal that you want to attain by 25, right? You want to be, say you're working for a good company, making good money and being content and happy. We might want to rearrange your priority list a little bit so that you can start attaining that a little bit better. I don't know. That's just yeah. random thoughts off the top. Well, of my and head. that, and that was sort of the idea behind sending you guys that wheel of life because it kind of gets you to yeah. think about, um, I think one of the, the things on that pie was like finances or something like that. So it kind of gets you to think about, okay, my finances are way down. Mm-hmm. Do I need to focus on that right now? Or is, is that something that, cause you have you ideally you want that wheel to be as balanced as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, you want your physical health, mental health, emotional health, finances, education. You want as much balance as possible in life. And kind of like you said, different things at different points in your life are going to take priority, but it helps you look at, like right now, I I can't really afford for my finances to be a problem in my life because I have a wife and two kids. Where if right. I was 19, I could be broke and not care and I would still spend yeah. money, you know? Right. Um, and that's another thing. I wish I didn't do that when I was 19, 20, because I could be mm-hmm. so much further ahead than I am now. So mm-hmm. uh, um and it's just to sort of get the ball rolling and get people to think about like the future is coming, you know, whether you want it to or not, it's coming. Right. So um, education and career, faith and family, personal well-being, leisure and community. Um, and there may be some more in there, but I, I feel like those four are pretty solid. Maybe there's, yeah, like I said, living situation, but you might put that with faith and family. Um, so mm-hmm. on the second page, page two, goals that support current vision. So you think of your vision as sort of like, okay, that's your like five-year plan. What are some goals that, that are like sort of foundational for that vision that work up to um, becoming that version of yourself in three to five years? Basically, what are you working on right now? No, for sure. Um, I think a lot of times college students might get the misunderstanding that like, it'll almost be handed to them, you know, um, mm, yeah. whatever their goal is. And that was something I wrestled with a lot was hard work is like, it's not going to be handed to you. Like you got to start working hard now, you know? Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to break it down and articulate it. Um, well, I mean, as practically as possible, like what, do you have, um, you know, you said you want to, you're studying exercise science. That's your major right now in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so do you have, it's like an educational goal. Do you have a, a, a goal you want to get a job, you know, when you get back to Phoenix, like, what do you want to do? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can break it down really simple right now. I'm going to have, or I want to have my undergraduate in three years instead of four. I'm already a semester ahead. I have to take two summer classes this summer um, and one summer class next summer in order to attain that goal of graduating in three years. So overachiever you. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So I guess in a sense, what am I doing now? I'm taking summer classes to attain that goal of being out in three years. 
okay to to potentially attain another goal of if well, hold on you're, you're getting ahead of me a little right. bit yeah yeah that's all right um so goals that support my current vision um i want to have my undergrad in three years and then is the the object of that goal to go on and get your master's or right so that's what i was going to okay. touch on next is oh sorry okay no, 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 you're good. Um, I don't know. That's one thing I don't know. If I'm not opposed to master's, master's is definitely a thought. Mm -hmm. If I want to get my master's, um, that's my next goal of having my master's in five years instead of six years, right? Um, yeah. Saving a year and just getting out a little bit earlier. Uh, one of the things I've thought about a little bit, it would be chiropractic school because um, I, I really enjoy chiropractic studies. I think it's really fascinating. So, but most chiropractic schools are about three years. So getting my undergrad in three years would allow me to hopefully maybe if chiropractic school is the path for me, get that chiropractic master's degree in six years. You know, I'll have to, I'll have to introduce you. I don't know if you met John Rahoy when you were here. I don't think so. Um, his, his wife played the violin or the viola on stage every once in a uh -huh. while. Um, I don't know if you remember her or not, but. Um, yeah, it rings a bell. He, he got, I think he got his degree in exercise science, um, but he does, he basically does physical therapy, but he focuses specifically on like posture and how people mm -hmm. can fix their posture to help with a bad back, but also to help with like digestion yeah. and all of the things that posture affects. He, it's kind of an interesting thing to specialize in. And he specializes in posture, you know, right. Um, posture alignment and things like that and stretches that you can do to, to align your posture. And you don't think about like, if people are in physical pain, a lot of times that can make people depressed. A lot of times that can make people miserable mm -hmm. because they're in physical pain all the time. Yeah. Angry, and mad, sad. That, yeah. Yeah. And having that, ability to relieve their pain is, uh, definitely a good skill to have. Um, so I want to have my undergrad in three years in the next box over. And usually what I do is I, I work my way over and then move down to another goal. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to see, feel, or experience as a result of that goal? So I, I always use the example of, um, you know, getting a job. And I'm like, if you got this job, how would that feel? And it would like, well, that would feel awesome. Right. That, I would feel really good. And I write that. I want to feel good. Yeah. You know, because it feels good to accomplish a goal. So what do you want to see, feel, or experience as a result of having your undergrad in three years? Yeah. No, I want to feel proud of attaining that goal, you know, looking back and being like, I guess just looking back and being, yeah, I did that you know, got out a year early and excited for, you know, whatever the next few years held, I guess. Okay. I wrote, I want to feel proud of attaining that goal. I did that. Yeah. Okay. What strengths and supports do you have in your life that would help you achieve that goal? Um, well, I attend a college that makes online classes super easy. Um, that's definitely and, a big one. And, and you have a computer. Yeah, I have a computer. Um, so, I mean, GCU is known largely for their online school. 
So they, they have that platform pretty, pretty easily attainable and available to whoever wants it. So that's definitely a big support. And, and, and because of that, I'm able to take it home. Like you said, I have a computer because I think lots of colleges, if you want to do summer classes, you have to be at that college for the summer. Yeah. And I say that kind of flippantly, like I have a computer, but there's no, there's not really a wrong answer there because anything that supports that goal is, Mm -hmm. is a strength or a supporter is a tool that you can use. Right. I mean, if you didn't have a computer, it would be a lot harder for you to have your undergrad in three years. So exactly. Um, What about like any skills or qualities about yourself or things like family, friends? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I try to differentiate between formal and informal support. So a formal support would be like a professional, a teacher, a counselor, informal would be like friends and family. So formal, informal supports, what skills do you have in your life or what skills do you have? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm, I'm guessing this is a skill. Um, but I don't know if you know, but I was homeschooled for most of my life. Uh, started homeschooling in the middle of second grade, which meant I did online classes for all of high school and middle school. So because of that, I have some experience in taking online classes and therefore being able to plan out schedules for the week and know exactly how long stuff is going to take me or um, when I have to do things to get this done by this due date, you know, so have a little bit of experience in that. Uh, Yeah, I would say I don't know that it matters what it is. If you have experience in that area, that's that's a strength, right? And that's a skill. Um, you know, if, if you're getting your second job, having a job prior to that, it's like, well, I've had a job before. I know, I know what that's like, you know, that's a strength. That's a skill. Um, so, uh, you have a computer, you have experience with online classes. Um, I would say for the classes I'm taking this summer, I'm taking Christian worldview and I'm taking small group communication. Um, I think um, some of the skills or support I had and I was raised in a Christian household, right? So mm-hmm. I had a lot of good Christian morals distilled to me um, growing up. So in terms of the Christian worldview class, you know, maybe I'll be able to understand concepts and stuff that are discussed in that class a little bit easier. Um and for the small group communication, it's literally communication and learning how to talk to people. Uh, I have quite social parents and a really social granddad who I owe a lot to my I owe a lot to my granddad because he got me out of my comfort zone per se. And you know, he was the type of granddad that I was five. He would be okay. We're gonna go introduce you to this guy. You're gonna shake his hand, talk to him for like five minutes or whatever. Okay, cool. So you know, maybe that support you could consider that a skill. Oh yeah, absolutely. At a young age. Um, that those skills will help me do better in these classes. Yeah. So I paraphrase a little bit. I put, I am a moral person and I have a very social family. Does that, that sounds yeah, about right? Okay. Yeah. So want to have my undergrad in three years, what action steps will I take to work towards this goal? So you mentioned you're already taking summer classes, right? Yeah. I think some of these are kind of past. Like I took some um, dual enrollment classes in high school. So, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm able to do it early as I came in with about a semester of credits. Okay. So that was definitely an action step. 
And then, yeah, the only other action steps I can think of is taking summer classes throughout college. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you plan on doing that like next summer too? Yeah. Taking so summer I think classes way, next summer too? Okay. Yeah. So the way it's going to work out is to this summer one next summer. And I think it should be good. So what is a realistic deadline for each action step? I guess that would be, when do your summer classes end? Like August? Yeah, there's two summer windows. So the first window is May, June. The second window is June, July, or sorry, July, August. Um, so the first, I'm taking Christian worldview in the first window. So that one's done by June or the end of June. And then the second window, small group communication is done by August, I guess. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for that, I would just put something like August, 2021. And that might, yeah. if, if like you had a more short-term goal, like um, say you wanted to get a job and it was like the action step would be like, I would apply for, I don't know, five jobs a week or something. Mm -hmm. It would be like, okay, the realistic deadline for each action step would be the end of, you know, the end of this week or, or right. I would phrase it like, when do you hope to have a job by? You know, if it was the end of the month, I would put, you know, the action step would be the end of the month. Um, so then that last column follow up since the goal was initialized. So basically what you would do is sit down with this sheet and follow up with it and be like, okay, um, I generally would do something like every 30 to 90 days um, mm -hmm. and check in with like a college student be like, Hey, we talked, you know, two, three months ago, you said you wanted to have your undergrad in three years. How are classes going? Are you passing all your classes? Are you having right. any, any problems with your computer? Yeah. What barriers are you running into? And then helping them work through those problems. Cause you might have some in college. I imagine you might have something like, well, I'm trying to study and keep my grades up, but I got this noisy roommate who's up all hours of the night and, you know, I can't get any sleep right. and I have a 7 a.m. class. So yeah. figuring out how to work through those obstacles and those barriers too. Um, no, yeah, for sure. Follow up. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, you can see I got a couple pages of that with those boxes on it. Right but that's pretty much it. And I would break that down. You know, it would break down in different ways and it would break down in different ways for different people. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you have a pretty good direction and a pretty good focus. And there's some things that are maybe still a little bit blurry, a little bit foggy that are off on the horizon, yeah. but you seem like you have a pretty good idea of where you want to go. I imagine, like you said, there's college students that are like, man, I don't know. Like, I know I want to do something, but I don't know what it is yet. And just kind of helping them unpack it. And yeah, people like talking I mean, about themselves too, right? And this kind of gives you yeah. an opportunity to talk about yourself. And no, for sure. Like I said, like talking is a way of thinking. And you might get to know yourself in a way, you know, when you start to unpack some of this. So um, did you have any... So when I, I spoke at the college group between then and now going over this, did you have any like initial thoughts or ideas or feedback for me? Or is there anything that stands um, out to you as like especially helpful, helpful or especially unhelpful or? No, I, I definitely appreciated the core value side of things. 
um, just because I never really thought about that. I always knew I was a leader. I always knew I wanted to help people, but you could really pack that down. And I mean, I was throughout our conversation, um, core values, I was thought about two more hardworking, if you can consider that one a core value um, and financially stable or just being good with finances, right? That's one of yeah. the goals that, that was, that was another thing that was driving me to be out in three years is one GCU is already not a very expensive school, but yeah. I could save, you know, so much money, but also to get out of college or, okay, I should say, I want to be out of college. I'm going to be out of college debt-free. Another thing that led me to um, want to do that was I, I'm an RA for next year, which is a pretty big scholarship. It takes away room and board, right? So mm. just, I would say finances are also another big core value of mine because yeah, my parents taught me well in that. And I know student yeah. loans are a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I'm wondering if that would camp into discipline. Maybe. I think of finances. Yeah. I mean, you have to be pretty disciplined to be good with finances. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's a different way to sort of like umbrella that, but you know what? I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to pull something up really quick. Yeah. Google search list of core values. Core values over 50 common personal values. Jamesclear.com. Authenticity, achievement. Ooh, they're alphabetized too. Authenticity, achievement, adventure, authority, autonomy, balance, beauty, boldness, compassion, challenge, citizenship, community, competency. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's faith. Interesting. Discipline is not on there, but determination's on there. So that's kind of yeah, little synonymous. But no, I mean, in those ones you read, I would never have thought of maybe ten of those. Optimism, reputation, religion, popularity, recognition, spirituality. Ooh, wisdom. I like that one. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, oh, and maybe, well. you know, maybe for your, um, I'm looking at your Word doc here, is under core values. Because like for me thinking about it, I was like, what is really a core value anyways? Maybe just list some examples would be helpful if you gave this sheet to a college like student, just being like, yeah, example, these are core values. And then they can kind of get their thoughts going a little bit, you know? Yeah. So I have the thing I'm running into right now is, is I have, I'm like, this isn't, this isn't necessarily something that's like a new idea. It's not something I've invented. Um, right. It's something I'm trying to sort of adapt for a different, um, I guess a different demographic or a different group. And it's, it's been you, like I said, it's been used in colleges and universities and I'm kind of trying to adapt it and make it my own. So all of the, all of the content I have right now is, is copywriting. So I have a mm-hmm. list of like core values, but I can't be like, Hey, here's a list of core values because it has a copyright and it has the company that, right. you know, that owns that list technically. So it's, I, mm-hmm. I'm running into some like, not legal issue, but just, you know, some, yeah. some, some ethical gray areas where it's like, okay, I could right. use this list. So, um, but I mean, we have Google too. So if I were sitting with a client, I'd be like, Hey, let's just Google search a list of core values, you know? Right. Um, and it's, it's interesting too. A lot of times to, we have access to like 
all of this information on the internet and the things that we don't think of to look up. Right. Uh, like I, I would have never thought to look up core values until I started doing this. And I'm like, oh, I'll do a Google search and see what comes up. And lo and behold, I found a list of 50 core values. So. Yeah. No, the uh, internet's a crazy place, man. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. You spend five minutes on social things. media. And <laughs> yeah. No, that was one of the things I was thinking about is like, I wish people could have had the, say the mindset I have right now. I wish I could have been one of those people that had it like 20 years ago. Right. Because now everyone has their own idea and it's so hard to get your idea to um, the popularity or a following or whatever production, Mm -hmm. whatever your idea is, because there's already so much out there and there are so many outlets for people to get, maybe they have similar ideas and they're already boom, they're out there. And it's just like, it's harder to fight for that idea because one, it's not as original because pretty much people have already thought of everything so far. Yeah. Um, but it just kind of makes it in a sense, a lot harder. So if you had this mindset now, 20 years ago, as everything, you know, internet technology was starting to be developed at, to an ex- higher extent, yeah. you know, what could you have done? That's one thing that I've wrestled with a lot. And I think one thing I've realized is I don't, I don't know if it matters so much that somebody else has already done it. Mm-hmm. I think it matters if you enjoy doing it and, and you, you are shining through in that work, it's going to resonate with the right people, right? right. It's not going to matter that like, oh, this other guy already does what you do. They're going to like mm-hmm. something that's sort of unique about you because they see you shining through in the work, you know? Um, no, that's a good point. Twitter and Instagram are full of people that do fitness and weight loss. Like yeah. the market is oversaturated with it. So that, mm-hmm. that kind of means two things and podcasts are the same way, right? Everybody has a podcast, yeah. um, but that kind of does two things. It opens up the market. The market right now is wide open. Yeah. It's oversaturated, but that means there's, there's still tons of opportunity. Um, but it also like, if somebody does, searches the hashtag fitness and weight loss, there's a chance my stuff will come up, you know? So it, and as long as I can be myself and put my own spin and my own sense of humor and my own thoughts and and things into it and be authentically me, it's going to resonate with somebody. So, right. um, No, I hope anyway, I think. (laughs) No, I I think you're right in that. No, it's interesting because like my for you page on Instagram, uh, if I open it up, it's all fitness stuff, but each post is from a different YouTube account or it's not YouTube, Instagram account. And yeah. maybe post say different things that contradict each other. It's kind of funny. And a lot of them say the same things, but they say it in different ways. Um, there's a mm-hmm. couple of guys that I follow um, that, like I said, they, they say the same things. One guy is a little bit, he's a lot funnier and he's a little crass and he's very sarcastic but he gets his point across. They're like, you know, he'll do like an ask me anything and somebody will ask him like a dumb question and he'll just post like this picture of him with like this dumb like uh, look on his face. Like, mm-hmm. and he'll say like, why the F would you ask me that question? You know, and people let, and that's like, cause that's him, you know, and it's, there's another guy that does the same thing, but he's very like, he's much more polite about, about it, I yeah. guess. And they do the same thing, but their personalities shine through you know, right. in their work. And I follow both of them and I like both of them. I've bought stuff 
workout plans and content from both of them because they're both right. very much authentically themselves. And they follow one another on Instagram and Twitter too. So yeah. Um, well, one any, thing, anything else? Yeah. One thing I was going to say that I did, I think I did think of after you met with us at the college group was um, I think sometimes people for me, myself, like we have thoughts and like aspirations and goals that we want to achieve for those of us who kind of have those thoughts. Um, but certain things can be discouraging in attaining that goal. Like for me, if I want to use chiropractic school as an example, cost, that's like really discouraging because mm. it's expensive, you know? So maybe this is totally just thought based, but maybe adding another section to it. If, if a person has a goal, they want to attain, just maybe ask them like, is there anything that's discouraging in attaining that goal? And then um, using that that's, to, yeah, that's a really good idea. And yeah. And then, and then if there's some issues, they're like, yeah, this is kind of discouraging. Then you could break that down and be like, okay, why is it discouraging? And how can we make it not as discouraging, I guess. Yeah. So that could sort of be like maybe before, maybe before or after, because the, the psychology that the psychology method that I'm using is it's supposed to be very strength-based and very positive. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. But you, that doesn't mean you ignore barriers and obstacles. Um, mm -hmm. So maybe like what, what barriers or obstacles do you anticipate? Um, and it'd be like yeah. cost. But then maybe the cost becomes another goal. A goal would be like figure out yeah. how to pay for med school or chiropractor mm -hmm. school. You know, I don't know what they call it, but um, yeah, figure out how to play, pay for those chiropractor classes and get my license because they're really expensive. Um, right. That might mean taking out loans. That might mean working six jobs. That might mean borrowing money from mom and dad. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a really good thought though. That would be something I could figure out somewhere to add that in or somehow to add that in is address yeah, that because I mean, that, because that's a huge thing. And the one, the one thing that I try to focus on is the strengths that you have that would help you overcome those, those obstacles. So mm -hmm. you talked a lot about finances. Um, that sort of has to do with finances with me. Like my wife is super organized, very good with Excel spreadsheets. She does like yeah. all the taxes and payroll and stuff for my dad's business. Yeah. I'm not good at that stuff. I could do it if I had to, but it would take me something that would take her two hours would take me like six. Um, right. So she has, she has strengths in that area. She's very patient and organized and stuff with Excel and I'm not, mm. you know, no, I'm um, not either. I can, I can relate to you on that. Yeah. So I think maybe this is just personal thoughts, looking at your document, you know, you have lots of different sections for goals, but I don't think anyone's ever going to have, I mean, I think you have eight sections for goals here. Someone might have um, eight goals in life, I guess, but the college student, I don't think they're going to have that many goals. So for me, right. if, if I were to set up a document like this, this is just me personally, I would maybe have a column on the left with everything that you have on the top of your columns. So maybe at the top of the columns, like, what is your goal? And then the whole, the rest of the page is like, you could write out the goal and then below it. So the, it's so like, the top, so the top column would be on the left instead of on the top. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, and then the entire rest of the page to the right is they could use to fill in, I guess. Um, 
and answer those questions. And then maybe you could add another column. To, is there anything discouraging or roadblocks that you anticipate? Or I don't know how to articulate it, but just kind of make it discouraging wanting to attain that goal. Do me a favor. If you're, if you're willing and you have the time, no yeah. rush, edit this and send it to me. Okay. Yeah. And I what it, Cause I, I really like that idea. Uh, mm-hmm. Because like I said, these are, these are bits and pieces that I'm, that I'm taking from other areas of life and other, um, other disciplines. And so I'm, like I said, I'm trying to sort of adapt it and make it my own without stealing somebody else's idea, basically. Right. Um, I, I, yeah, I can, I can kind of format it the way if I were to set up a document like this as a college yeah. student, you in know, a way that I you can... think would like make sense to, to a college student, you know, mm-hmm. and if, if there was a way to like rephrase or reword those questions or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and in that case, you know, it could be one page per goal and you could get really in depth on that too. And then yeah. you could maybe have three or four pages. Of, I just, you know, I put like eight squares there just for the sake of putting them there. It wasn't like, right. Oh, you have to have eight goals. If you have one or two, that's fine. Right. Um, but I could see how seeing all those empty boxes would be like, Oh shoot. I only have two goals, you know, yeah. that's not necessarily the, the point, but yeah, that's, that's a really good idea. Yeah. So I'll, I'll edit that. Maybe I'll mess around with it tonight or over the next few days. And yeah. No, ru- I mean, no rush at all. Just if you get free time or you think of it. Um, yeah. That would be awesome. For sure. But yeah, I think that's kind of it for my thoughts. Okay. I like the rest of it. And I think a lot of college students could as well. Yeah, there were there were a few. I mean, at that at that college group that night, there were five or six that were like, "Yeah, I kind of feel like this would be a pretty good idea." Um, yeah. And I didn't realize that was like the last night. Yeah. That a lot of people were going to be there. I was kind of like, "Oh, I'd have more time to get in touch with some of these students," and then some of them I did. I'm I'm not going to see again until school starts. But right. Um, I imagine I could probably talk to like Aaron or Travis and maybe they have some of their information, but, um, no. And I can, I know a few of the guys too. uh, Sam, you talked a little bit to him. You also talked to yeah. Jim a little bit. Um, they were really interested in it. So if you want, I could reach out to them. And if you want, if you wanted to do something similar to this and ask them the same questions, um, or if, yeah, you want, if, if could, they're willing, I'm, I'm willing for sure. I mean, yeah. Um, or if you want, I could even, maybe send this document out to a few select really good friends and just be like, yeah. how would you fill this out in a sense? Yeah. Or even I recorded this too. So if I publish it and post it, you can just show it to them too and be like, Hey, I'm, you know, working on this thing and do yeah. you have any ideas or feedback? So um, yeah. Where can people find, is it from the boys or is it from the boys official? Yeah, so there was a little bit of, de- of a debate there. Um, uh, I, yeah, I that's why I asked. For, <laughs> I was for From the Boys Official. I thought it sounded really cool, but the other three guys were like, no. So it is officially From the Boys. The Instagram handle is underscore From the Boys underscore. Um, no capitals, just straight through. So. I would be I would be team From the Boys Official, but just because it sounds cool. like. That. Even if it sounds like super pretentious and like, oh, we're a fit, like who cares? It's, I don't know. Yeah. It just sounds legit. No, I mean, yeah. My mindset behind it was, I was like, you know, you hear from the boys all the time or the boys or whatever. And I was just like, at official, like we are the, from the boys official, but yeah, no, they, they put it on our Instagram, a poll and from the boys 
won by a pretty mm. heavy number. So I lost out. I on think that. I think there was some uh, I think there was some election fraud there, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Instagram. <laughs> um, cool. Just Instagram. Yeah, just Instagram right now. Okay. Um, maybe in the future we'll work towards a Spotify podcast if that's. I feel like, want, but I feel like Instagram's probably a little bit more um, college student than like Twitter or Facebook is. Definitely, like Instagram's yeah. where you know that's where the the young people are. But yep, no, that's definitely the the biggest one of the three. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. Um, let me pick your brain yeah, and get your course. feedback and your ideas. Um, it's definitely something I, I want to do in the future and, and I don't want to just do it and have it be like, Hey, this is what it is. And you're going to like it. Like I want people your age mm-hmm. to be involved and really benefit from it. So, and help get it developed. Yeah. So I, I appreciate the time and um, we'll have to do it again sometime once uh, school starts and everything again. And from the boys, yeah, know, gets up and running again. We'll have to hook up and record a podcast or something. No, definitely. And that's something I'm, I want to strive towards. You know, I want to buy a microphone and headphones and, you know, actually sit down and get the gear and um, start to invest in it a bit. So yeah, we'll definitely. Yeah. Definitely yeah I mean, do your, do your research, man. There's so many different ways. Like I, I do my podcast the hard way, and but I do it the cheaper way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's all kinds of free um, and cheaper software and, um, you know, anywhere from a hundred to 500 bucks can get you a pretty decent microphone. Um, yeah. It's just, a, you know, it depends on how start cheap, you know, cause yeah. you're going to have yeah. five or 10 listeners at the beginning, you know, don't, don't spend thousands of dollars initially start cheap and build up a little bit of an audience and then upgrade as you yeah. go. Um, no, but I, sure. I like doing it if nothing else, just because I like doing it. I don't care if five people listen to it. I'm going to keep doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I think if you're passionate about it and you love it, then go for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, sir. Well, cool. I will get this, I'll get this posted and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tag you or send you a message All on right. Instagram when it's up. Yeah. Is your podcast on Instagram? Yeah. Or, and it's, it's a shirt off your back. Is that what it is? Yeah. Cause I don't think I follow any of this. Let's see. Yeah. I don't do, I don't do a lot on that Instagram, like for the business or for the podcast. I should. Yeah. Um, and then I'm on, I'm on Twitter as well. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't do have you even have, okay. I was going to no. say, do you even have Twitter? You're like, I ah, ask old people no. on Twitter. Yeah. I will say little tidbit. One of the things we're realizing from the boys is if you want people to start seeing your um, content, you or Instagram reels is a really good way because it pops up on someone's random Instagram randomly. Yeah. If it's, I see those pop up all the time and it's always fitness. It's always fitness. It's always people working out. Yeah. So Um, that's something we're starting to do is just, just reels, whether it's us talking or goofing around or whatever it is, is, mm, um, just reels. So see, this is why I need college students because like it's say, if you want to get this, I need to, I need enough money to hire like a social media social media manager or something like that. But I'm, we, we need that too. <laughs> I'm nowhere near that level yet, but not yeah. even close. Unless my wife wants cool, to man. do it for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, sir. Um, I'm going to go grab something to eat, but you have a good night. Okay. I appreciate your time. 
Yeah, you as well. If you need anything else or have any more questions, let me know. Sounds good. We'll talk to you later, Owen. Thanks. Sounds good. See ya. Right, bye. Bye.